special episode of Tea with Alice. Um, I say special, I mean unusual maybe, in that it's me having tea with myself. I do have a cup of tea. Uh, what do I do? Knock it against the microphone? Ugh, that's probably really upsetting in your ears. Um, I'm having tea with myself because I... Not because I don't have some interesting interviews in the bank. I do, and I want to uh, give them to you. But because something has been happening that I haven't been talking about, but it's probably worth talking about. There's been some really good things going on in my life and some not so good things. The good things that have been happening are the Melbourne Comedy Festival, which you probably heard in the last few episodes, was full of exciting and interesting people. I met really great people and I had a fantastic time. It was my first go at Melbourne and uh, in terms of doing the full month and um, I had a great time. I did most of the things that I wanted to achieve out of it um, and I I had a great time, you know, it was just, it was really creatively fulfilling. I feel like the show that I made was good, as good as my ability now uh, is at comedy, although perhaps not as good as I would like it to be, which is always a nice feeling, knowing that you have room to improve. And then... Uh, I came back and now it's going to be the Sydney Comedy Festival and then deciding what I do with the rest of my year, whether I should go to Edinburgh, whether I should stick around in Sydney. All of these exciting decisions um, are, you know, they're good decisions to make. makes me glad that I'm no longer a lawyer with my path laid out step by step in front of me. It makes me terrified uh, and happy and... uh, desperate for gigs and all of these things whether I should be asking corporate people if I can do their corporate gigs or whether I should be trying to get on TV or all of these questions are interesting and wonderful and terrifying but um, at the same time as all of that was happening uh, about a week into Melbourne my mum went into hospital which she does she has MS so uh, she goes in sort of three or four times a year usually with things of varying seriousness and it's always a bit upsetting but not the worst thing that ever happened you know because it's expected uh, and expected unexpected you never know that it's going to happen um, but when it happens it's not a great surprise Um, so I felt strange about not being at home when that was going on but I lived in New York for a year. I went to university in Cambridge. I've been away when mum's been not well before. She's been sick since I was born. So that wasn't too bad. Um, But then in the second week, we found out what was wrong with her, which is that she's been diagnosed with cancer. Which is not, not even an unexpected thing. I mean, it's not even an... Why would that happen? Why would that be the thing that you would think would be wrong with somebody who has MS and isn't feeling particularly well? It was uh, a shock to the system, a shock to our family, um, and not not for the usual reasons. I think that cancer is a shock. The idea of mum being mortal and uh, having a, a sort of a death sentence of sorts is something we've dealt with for many years many as long as I can really remember 
having been old enough to process that, that's been on the cards and mum's done really well in living up until now. So it's less that than just sort of a sense of really this too. She's such a she's such a tough woman and to have one thing piled on another like this is not that anything's ever fair but it feels unfair uh, particularly given you know if the chemo and radio that is going on now doesn't work then she'll just end up having bits cut out of her that will make her life harder than it already is uh and then ideally that's it and if it isn't then it's sort of a race between two ways of dying, neither of which are particularly pleasant. Uh, so I don't know how to sugarcoat that. I should have talked about more good things first, probably. Uh, but what it means is that there's been a lot of compartmentalising going on in my life, I guess. Uh, my professional comedy face is still on. I haven't told very many people about this. I don't know how to be. I don't really, I don't know if that's something that you keep off the table or you put on the table. It's a very disconcerting thing. People don't know how to react to it. It becomes almost your problem to make them comfortable with it, which it is maybe because you put it, you brought it up. It didn't need to be brought up. It's a strange feeling, is what I'm saying, really. Um, and even now, I'm not sure if I should be sharing this, if I should be putting this up, if I will put it up. But I thought it was worth talking to you guys in person anyway, as a more general thing, because it's been really an amazing experience starting this podcast and having people get on board, having... I thought, actually, I thought for a while that I had more listeners than I actually had because so many of you have written to me, which is an incredible thing. It's an incredible feeling. And people who came to my show who've heard the podcast and, and people who who started listening to the podcast after having seen my show, all of those things are just sort of delightful uh, and wonderful. I, Without having low self-esteem, I'm always just overwhelmed when people want more of me <laughs> uh, and that's pretty exciting and um, I've also had uh, some donations on my Patreon website which was really um, again immensely sweet uh, from from a, a fan I don't know if I should say her name um, or shout her out but she's a brilliant human being uh, and if you go back on my Twitter timeline, you can probably deduce who that was. Um, and I also had two anonymous donations. So uh, to whoever those people are, that's the creepiest way of being nice I've ever heard. <laughs> no, uh, I like I like to know your name. I mean, you know my name. So uh, it's nice to know other people's names, I guess. This is going to, I think, be a very short episode. I think I'm going to put up another one immediately after this uh, which will be more normal tea with Alice where I'm actually having tea with somebody else I just sort of 
it's been probably slightly weird for the last couple of weeks to have everything in my life completely disjointed from the other things in my life and the podcast is the one place that I think of really as just me you know I'm not doing it for an audience the audience that I have is you who have found me and like this for what it is it's not I don't have to put up any kind of a a front or a mask or a character or a personality that is not mine and as such I think you deserve some straightforwardness about what's been going on. Uh, Unfortunately for my work really I have been treading water. Creatively I show up to my gigs and I do my absolute best and I feel like I'm pretty good at that kind of taking out whatever emotional stuff's going on in the background and just doing doing the performance you can kind of really embed yourself in it it's impossible to do comedy if you're not present if you feel disconnected from yourself then uh, it's not good comedy and so I've managed that so far quite well just being where I am when I'm there being happy being being present that sounds very hippie-ish but uh, it's true if you're thinking about something else when you're on stage that is not good comedy you need to be riding the wave it is that kind of zen surfer thing of being you can't think of anything else if you're going to do it properly if you're going to ride a wave properly or if you're going to work an audience properly you really need to be on it and in it that's been all right uh what hasn't been all right is is the other things you know just trying to figure out what i'm doing next uh and projecting into the future and trying to get gigs because it's it's hard that stuff you need you need something more than being present you need to be thinking about the future and at the moment I have to say I don't really want to think about the future very much because it's so uncertain what's going to happen I mean I guess that's always true I guess uh, that's one of the things that this kind of sickness arising does is it makes you really aware of how uncertain the future always has been and always will be um but uh I need to do publicity for the Sydney Comedy Festival which is next week and I need to which is probably a bit late and I need to uh figure out what I'm doing with the second half of my year as much as I can without knowing how things will be um yeah, I'm definitely going to put up another podcast today with a more cheerful and um, standard Tea with Alice. I'll put this up as a little bonus episode for people who are interested in it. And I hope you enjoy both this and the upcoming Tea with Alice, which is the more traditional Tea with Alice. For those who are interested, the tea that I was drinking during this is a very nice uh, Yabukita Sencha Japanese green tea, which is appropriate. I don't know. <laughs> it's not like wine matching, matching tea to different kinds of conversations. Maybe we need to figure out a flowchart of what tea goes with which conversations. I'm sure there would be like with wine and fish and all of those things. Why don't we why don't we figure that one out? Like Irish breakfast is for conversations about sex and and oolong is for conversations about 
not getting enough sleep and you know just straight lady gray is good for conversations about existential angst think about it uh, email me in at alicerfraser at gmail.com if you have any suggestions or you want to say anything nice i have twitter at alliterative a-l-i-t-e-r-a-t-i-v-e and my website is alicecomedyfraser.com if you would like to come to my show in Sydney, uh, it's from the 6th to the 11th of May at 7pm and tickets are available by my website. Uh, it's at the Factory Theatre in Marrickville. If you can't come because you're not in Sydney, if you have Sydney friends, tell them to come. As I said, I've fallen behind on my publicity so it may be that there are many tickets available, maybe that everyone loves me secretly and will have will just show up but I don't think that's the way the world works I think you get what you work for and I'm afraid I haven't been working that hard on that particular angle of this job comedy is about 50% actual comedy and 50% just hustling I think and the hustling is the bit that I'm not great at I'm getting better. I'm trying to do it in a methodical way, you know, just like having a checklist of things that I have to do. But unfortunately, a lot of those boxes have been left unticked in the last few weeks. I think I've said all the things that I need to say. If you want to talk to me, please do. I love I love hearing from you. I read all of the emails. I try to get back to as many of you as I can as quickly as possible um, because otherwise it just slides down my inbox list and falls off the radar, which is shameful and wrong. Uh, and I try to avoid that. So, you're wonderful. Thank you for listening. I really uh, appreciate it. And I will put up the next episode almost immediately after this episode. So, if this has been not at all fun for you, uh, just keep listening and there will be more of a fun traditional Tea with Alice podcast. And by fun, I mean talking about things that most people don't like talking about. You guys, ah, oh, thank you. Thank you very much. We're having tea with Alice.